Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is with Italian News, a podcast regarding uh, Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, October 23. Dear friends, unfortunately, Italy is in trouble again because of the virus. By now, we have returned to permanently to more than 15,000 vi- uh, new positives and more than uh, 130 deaths per day, and the trend gets worse and worries a lot. The daily rate of positive swaps is growing, it is now at 10.9%. In six regions, uh, more than a thousand new cases have been recorded, and these regions are Lombardy, where there are more than 4,000 a day, and then Piedmont, Campania, Veneto, Lazio, and Tuscany. Today we will exceed a thousand patients in intensive care. Considering a capacity of 8,000 beds in intensive care at national level, it is expected that we will reach 30% by November 4 and 50% by November 10. If we reach these thresholds without signs of slowing down, the health situation will become unsustainable and we will be in full lockdown again, once again. These numbers certify the failure of the testing and tracing system to stem the spread of contagions in Italy, as well as any kind of prevention has resoundingly failed. There are not enough doctors and nurses inside and outside the hospitals. There are not enough COVID wards and intensive care. There are not enough daily swaps, not serological tests, not school facilities of public tra- transportation, the current space and distance, or others that allow to isolate those infected but without symptoms, removing them from the house where the rest of their family would risk to be infected by them. There are no conditions for distance learning as it should be due to lack of broadband, sufficiently fast and powerful internet in schools, and of an appropriate number of devices among the poorest students. There is a lack of millions of doses of flu vaccine to prevent millions of Italians with the flu to soon mistake it for COVID-19 and clock the emergency room. And finally, not enough Italians have downloaded and used the app for tracking. Every administrative level from government to local authorities arrived seriously unprepared for the second wave, although everyone knew that it would come and that it would come exactly now. The numbers say that we are three weeks behind France, which yesterday recorded 41,000 new cases. 41,000. We absolutely must stop the contagion, and for this reason, regions and central government are taking new decisions. Even if they are not coordinating, and this makes everything very confusing and complicated. In Italy today, unfortunately, there is a constant, continuous fight. The politicians of the same parties fight each other. The parties within the government majorities fight each other. The majority and the opposition are fighting, but not in the parliament. They do it on television, and they also carry the fight between the national government and the regions because of these 14 out of 20 are governed by the opposition parties of the national government. While everyone is arguing, the truth is that almost nobody wants to take responsibility or seems to have a real strategy to contain the second wave. The virus goes much faster than political decisions. Many Italian scientists argue that we can no longer continue to chase it based on the numbers of the day that reflect the contagions of 15 days before, but we need to look at the projection of the curves at two weeks to immediately decide targeted lockdowns, longer red zones, and much stricter restrictive measures. It seems now certain that the government could decide a curfew at 9 p.m. in the whole country throughout Italy, if in, if in seven days the numbers will be worse than today, but with sincerity, nobody in the right mind thinks that in seven days we will be better off than today. 
As said, all forecasts say we will be worse off. The whole of Europe is at the center of the second wave. In Ireland and the Czech Republic are again in full lockdown, while in the other countries the lockdowns concern for now only some regions, many regions in the whole Europe. Psychologically, this time, psychologically, this time is and will be more difficult than before. We are weak in spirit and the return of a new lockdown discourages. There are too many confusing messages com coming in, too many voices talking from politicians to virologists. In March, it was different. There was one voice, one an unambiguous message, and for effectiveness and credibility, this is very important. Many Italians still are with their heads in the summer vacations, which were not only vacations from work, but also vacations from worry and fear, and only now they are forced to pay attention to everything again. Some of them refuse to do so, and politicians appeal to that denial, and so they don't want to take harsh but necessary decisions. We are psychologically and physically tired, worried about the virus and the economy and the future. It is a natural reaction to a pandemic that has been going on for a long time and of which we cannot see the end. Moreover, some people might think that they survived the first wave, so they will survive the second wave without worrying too much about taking protection, pr precautions. And this is very dangerous and once again some politicians appeal to that too. Our elderly instead, who have always been a fundamental part of Italian families, they are terrified by COVID, to the point of having practically wiped out their social life, also because they are often an, unable to use the technologies that allow us video calls and other digital connections. According to a survey, more than 80% of them are afraid of infecting or being infected in their family and of getting the virus and dying alone in the hospital. Their health has deteriorated because they have not been able to make visits, examinations, therapies and scheduled interventions because of the COVID emergency in the last few months. Unfortunately, I no longer have my parents, but I have two in-laws who are exactly like that. They are scared, and we are too. But I want to leave you with an unoptimistic pill, a good news. 100% of patients under 85 years old infected with COVID-19 when treated with intravenous stem cells infusions derived from umbilical cord are saved. This is the formidable result obtained in the experimentation of the team of the Italian Camillo Ricordi, director of the Diabetes Research Institute and Cell Transplant Center in Miami, in Florida, authorized by the Food and Drug Administration in April and carried out thanks to private donors for 90% Italian, which allowed to develop a new cell therapy to treat potentially little cases of COVID-19 in a short time. The enormous input given to the use of umbilical stem cells will bring benefits in many other research directions. We will also treat serious cases of COVID-19 with acute respiratory distress syndrome, but also degenerative uh, diseases such as Alzheimer's uh, and maybe Parkinson's uh, is, is, is planned to be uh, cured by umbilical stem cells too. It should also be emphasized the low cost of this research compared to other strands. From a discarded umbilical cord of a healthy newborn baby, 10,000 therapeutic doses of stem cells can be obtained. Once again, Italy and the US have a huge success when they work together. So please stay safe, please stay healthy. I'm sorry this was not a very positive and optimistic uh, uh, video, but uh, this is the truth. We are very scared and worried here in Italy. Please take care of yourselves, uh, stay healthy, stay, stay positive, but also take care and do not underestimate the virus. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was With Italian News. I'll see you on Monday. Ciao from Rome.